This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual with Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, I just gotta... Right now, G-strings galore in this movie. Holy crap. Yeah, the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, and as Laura pointed out, and they're all wearing really high socks. (laughs) Yeah. I hate the socks. Keep the ankles warm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie came out in 1989, directed by Ted Kotcheff, written by Robert Klein, starring Andrew McCarthy, Jonathan Silverman, Catherine Mary Stewart, and Ty- uh, Terry Kaiser Kisser. Suze. Kisser Suze. Don Kalfa. Others. Uh, anyone else you guys recognized from this cast? Uh, no. Not really. Yeah. Um, all right, well, I'll take, I'll jump on this grenade. This was my nomination here. Um, <laughs> I don't think I saw this in the movie theater, but I definitely rented it, and I liked this movie a lot when I was younger. Maybe it was the bikinis. I don't know. I really did like this movie <laughs> uh, when, when it came out. Uh, not so much this last time I just watched it, was which, which was two days ago. Um, but yeah, I definitely grew up with this movie. And, and yeah, and there was one thing. So I have to get this right out of the way. The main girl, the the love interest of mm-hmm. Silverman. I'm like, what is she from? Because she looked so familiar to me that when she first showed up. Yeah. And I think it was from Weekend at Bernie's. Because like, I couldn't figure out <laughs> anything else. And then as stuff was happening during the movie. And I started hey. quoting this movie a lot. That's a girl I was like, from Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Well, it was because like I forgot how much I watched this because I started quoting stuff before it was happening, like with the, like a reflex. I was like, "Why the hell do I know this? No one is getting a sex operation." <laughs> like stuff like that was like stuck in my head. <laughs> Vito, like I don't know how I remember this, so that must be what I remembered her from because I looked at her credits and I don't know anything else that was on there. So. There, there was one other thing with her, right? Uh, maybe, but not like a movie I'd seen once or not, you know, nothing that came in like the last starfighter but i've never that seen was that was it yeah that was it okay night oh, of the comet okay. i've never seen that i have oh, seen, I've seen that, that too. too yeah so for me it was just this so that i recognized her from this which i guess the first time it's happened during all of this is that what i recognized her for was the only thing i'd seen her in and then what we were doing but <laughs> anyway that's my history with this uh scott what's your history with this movie? uh i'm pretty sure i saw this in the theater just a, a long stream of movies that maybe i shouldn't have um mm-hmm. oh this is pretty tame for the most part uh, yeah sorry to interrupt i thought this time around i'm gonna get a lot more jokes that i didn't get when i watched this as a 12 13 year old no it really wasn't no, much there no really really i i thought the dialogue was kind of snappy in the beginning um between uh andrew mccarthy and jonathan silverman but that was about it like as far as like clever dialogue anyway yeah and i thought maybe like some mob stuff or some sexual jokes like no it was kind of yeah, she had sex with the dead guy up there and that's pretty much like it really would yeah they were doing drugs like there really was nothing that i remember like 
watch it this time going, oh yeah, I definitely didn't pick on that, pick up on that when I was a kid. There really wasn't yeah. anything like that. Well, there there, mm. there were certain things like I probably would notice as a kid, like like he hundred percent in the beginning, uh, Lomax, when when they're in his office and he just wanders off, he's he, there's no way he's not going in the bathroom to do a line, right? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, like as a kid, I wouldn't mm. have gotten that. I think I did, but I was probably older than you when I watched this, and heavily into drugs. So it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. Uh... Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Scott, to interrupt you. Nope, that was basically it. Okay, but yeah, yeah I watched watching the theater, and and uh, yeah, I remember like like you, Jeff. I enjoyed it a lot as a kid. Not so much now. Yeah, I I had to ask my brother. I wonder if this is we had a f- select set of bootleg. Uh, VHS tapes. I'm wondering tapes, tapes. <laughs> I'm wondering if this was one of those because I feel like I knew this movie very well, and I do not remember ha- watching this a lot. So, but I must have had this on tape. Maybe. Oh, that's my brother. Anyway, Alex. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was another one of Dad's rentals uh, that we saw a couple okay. times, but we, like I really didn't take off on the movies until Weekends at Bernie's Two, which. I remember most because during a camping trip, my grandmother on mom's side, so my dad's mother-in-law, <laughs> wore this outfit, <laughs> and she was sitting on a lawn chair sleeping, and so my dad made fun of her pretty much the entire trip after that, <laughs> saying that she was Bernie, <laughs> and then he'd walk around like voodoo Bernie. <laughs> it's like, where's your, where's your grandma going? She walking like this? <laughs> That's funny. Is it is it weird that I think I might have enjoyed this more if I'd watched it with like the Spanish dub? <laughs> no. So I feel like I feel like there's some weird. I feel I feel like there's some like Sabado Vagante like level. <laughs> I know what it could be, but yeah. All right, well, before we get into it, I just got to say I'm on IMDb, as I always am. And you know IMDb has little ads or whatever, and it has around the web and some lists. And the, the I Like You Girl from VHS is staring at me right now, and I do not like that. <laughs> well, what do you, how do you think we feel, Jeff? Yeah, I, I, I know. I just remembered my, it's still my icon, right? Or my profile. I like pic. you. I like you. Um, all right, well, as usual, we're each going to talk about seven items from the movie. Um, I will go first, and um, uh, my number seven is just as Scott already mentioned, all the cocaine in this movie. There, people in the Hamptons and working in insurance—that's what they like to do. And in the eighties, I guess it's mm-hmm. cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. Between Bernie doing it at the beginning, I want to say the hitman's doing it. There's a couple scenes where he comes after a hit or whatever, and he's—they're always fiddling with their nose. And yeah, and, so I couldn't figure out like why they couldn't just show it. I mean, maybe there was some rating thing. It's 1989, yeah, PG-13. so... PG-13. Like, they it could have shown... Like, they, should, they could have had nudity in this and still would have been PG-13, right? Yeah. I mean, they practically did with that one girl when she walks in with the, the G-string that was going all the way up to her nipples. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, jeebus. <laughs> yeah, it was basically the only thing covering her nipples either. Uh, also, uh, yeah, the one girl, when he's dead, she's reaching in his pocket for the cocaine. and Yeah, who, who gives out that much cocaine to their... Party of guests. I don't know, but Bernie um, does. He's a party apparently. animal. Apparently, I need to get an insurance. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, um, Wall Street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I just that the thing I just found funny was just yeah. Under PG thirteen, we always just cocaine everywhere. It's my number seven. Uh, Alex, 
Oh no, who are we doing? Scott. Uh, my number seven was uh, <laughs> what? Scott, the second was number seven. So my number seven is the Porsche golf cart. Yeah. Uh, I I thought that was a really uh, funny little touch, um, just to show like just how much of a schmuck that Bernie actually how, how much of a schmuck he actually is, um, and. I couldn't tell watching this movie if, this, if there was supposed to be some commentary on the 80s and, and just the rampant, you know, Wall Street materialism. Um, I, I don't think it, I don't really don't think it's that deep. But I, I really did like that they made this golf cart look like a Porsche. Uh, that, that was uh, an inspired touch. That, that You first see Bernie hop onto it and then becomes... Like a, a thing later on in the movie where they're going back and forth on this thing for it felt like five hours, but yeah, yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have two comments on that. One, as a kid, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. When I grow up, I'm gonna have a Porsche <laughs> golf cart. Uh-huh. And um, sadly, I have now grown up. I do not have a golf cart, let alone a Porsche golf cart. It's so not I've too late. Yet. Failed. I've yeah. already failed. It's still your um, house. Yeah, and B. The guy who keeps trying to buy his Porsche off of him. He's not talking about that Porsche, is he? Because if so, that's hilarious. <laughs> that, that would be funny. Like, <laughs> I, I don't... Yeah, like, what... what I, I was trying to figure out, like, what he could possibly be talking about in 1989. Like, that, like what kind of Porsche would be... Like, I don't know anything about cars, but... A 911 Turbo, most likely. But, mm-hmm. like, it would have been worth way more than... 40... Or fifty or whatever. That's true for that money that he was talking. Yeah, uh, yes, that probably was the golf cart. <laughs> Maybe it was the golf <laughs> cart. Yeah, <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah, it was the golf cart. We just solved the case. Mm-hmm. Hey, all right, uh, Alex, what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is that this. Uh, the leads are just—they're not funny. Ooh, I, I know that much higher on my list. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just because most of this movie, the way I remember it, it's all you know. Bur- I thought there was going to be more Bernie, more <laughs> look corpse, corpse puppeteering, and whatnot. But no, the whole beginning and the setup and everything, and nothing. Uh, I know there was there was some really fast, pretty good dialogue going on between the two guys, but I just didn't care. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. The whole time, I was not entertained. I was like, when are we going to get to the dead guy? He, yeah, so what I got, it's Weekend at Bernie's 2 where they, I'm, I'm assuming they're both in it, yep. but they just made yes. him like voodoo, makes him dance around so they don't have to be around as much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that a thing where you get to curse on yeah. him? That's where the whole Bernie dance yeah. comes from, is, <laughs> which is stupid, but I think it's to eliminate them maybe a little bit. I don't remember. I'm, I'm, and I'm definitely not going to rewatch to find out. I but. don't I'm, I, Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I was putting it on my list. Last time I saw the movie, but it, it's. <laughs> I mean, they're 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 the stars of the movie, so I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, I beg to differ. <laughs> what what Bernie happened to like? There was one point in time where Andrew McCarthy was like an A-lister, by the way, for like a hot minute. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And didn't Silverman have his own show or something? He did. Yes. He had a couple, but yes. Mm-hmm. I thought I I was told he had a he had a movie or a show called Saving Silverman, but that had nothing to do with him. <laughs> no, it had nothing to do with him. I mean, maybe it was based off of him. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you, Alex, and I have more to say about this later. Because yeah, I thought when I was a kid, I'd probably like them. This time, oh, ooh, I did not. Yeah. All right. Um, 
We're on to my number six, and uh, just the concept of the uh, the roaming parties. I this is probably a thing, right? I don't know in the Hamptons or probably over here in Laguna or something where these rich people live, and they just wander from house to house with no, and they just drink. I bet I bet rich white people do this. Probably, no? I can't disprove it. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's nothing I've ever done. Like I've done no, neither, neither have I. I've done bar hopping. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've, we've all we've all we've all done multiple parties in, in one night, though, right? Yeah, not like right next, not not on the houses next to each other, though. Yeah, that's that's different. Yeah, I mean, I ha- the closest I've ever been, I have I played hockey with a guy who was pretty well off, and he had a party, and then his neighbors just saw that we were having a like it was a bunch of us hockey guys over, and their neighbors just showed up with champagne and just joined the party, but. <laughs> That's close. Who are these guys? It's like, oh no! Whenever one of us sees the other one's having a party, we just invite ourselves over. As long as we bring a little bit of booze, it's all good. I'm like, all right, I guess. <laughs> yeah, as long as we bring, as long as one of us brings the dom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so yeah, I don't. Know, the roaming party thing—that sounds fun. Like, I wish I would go to the Hamptons or somewhere like that. Yeah. I would join one of those. It'd be kind of no. It did. It did. It did look like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Although it was mm-hmm. super white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the Hamptons, for crying yeah. Out. I mean, it was. I mean, it's probably it's probably very realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got a lot of pockets to pick. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Where is te- where technically is the Hamptons? Do you guys know? I know it's the East Coast, obviously. But uh, is it like right off? Do you just get in a boat from New uh, York? Yeah, and off of New York, off of Wall Street, you get in your I, boat and just. I honestly yeah, I don't, don't know, but I, th- I think it is closer to New York, New Jersey. Okay. Than it is to say like Baston. Yeah, that's more like Martha's Vineyard and stuff, right? No idea. I don't know anything about the East Coast other than like I went to Disney World one time. (laughs) I think Martha's Vineyard is more Boston, like New England vacation spot, and I think the Hamptons is more New York vacation spot because I learned that from Seinfeld and the movie Jaws. But I could be wrong. I guess in Jaws, it's not even... It's filmed at Martha's Vineyard, but it's supposed to be Amity Island, so maybe I'm completely wrong there. Well, why didn't they just film at Amity Island? It doesn't exist. Oh, what? <laughs> what? All right, Scott, number six. My number six. So, a lot of my list is just some of the gags with uh, Bernie and his corpse, because yeah, it's, I just a lot, there wasn't a lot that uh, was drawing my attention in this movie. Um, you know, like you, you guys said, I, I do agree with you about about just the the byplay with the two main characters was not all that entertaining by the end of the movie. There um, wasn't any biplanes in this movie. They, they are if you look closely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the I I did chuckle the first time Andrew McCarthy's character Larry um, hits him with a fly swatter. Um, and really just one of like two or three acknowledgements that, that stuff's going to start happening in this body. <laughs> like, I don't, That's I don't true. know. I don't know when like, well, we'll assume that his bowels didn't evacuate, which actually makes sense because if he was so like up on drugs, then he probably wouldn't be able to shit anyway. So <laughs> that actually makes sense <laughs> that is, that, that is, that like there wasn't a smell from that. Um, but yeah, it probably wouldn't smell after a day or whatever. Although, like, this whole thing takes course over, like, two days, right? They show up on Friday, and then it's Saturday, right? Yeah, and then that's... Yeah, it's a three-day weekend. 
Yeah, so like, it's over before Sunday or like Sunday morning or whatever, right? Yeah, I think no, because at the end of the movie, yeah, Edgy McCarthy's character says he wants to stay because he heard the Saturday night parties are even better than the Friday night parties. Oh, it was Memorial. Like Alex is right, it was was Memorial Day weekend. I think so. It was Mm -hmm. an extra day, but um, no, um, but he literally says at the end when he's yeah, uh, she asks him over. He goes, "I'm going to stay for the Saturday night party." So I think it's just yeah, Friday Saturday. Yeah, I think it was still Saturday during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I thought. Yeah, that yeah makes Hmm. sense. Um, yeah, just the first time he had some of the fly swatter. Um, I thought that was funny that he that he went and found a fly swatter because the flies were starting to swarm. So, yep, that's my number six, just the fly swatter. All right, Alex, number six. Uh, my number six is the '80s douche party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I. It looked like a lot of fun, but there's a lot of '80s stereotypes in there, and uh, I kind of liked it. <laughs> the two bodybuilders, the dumbass God. doing them. Uh, freaking Arnold voice. Everybody's coming up to Birdie. It's like, hey, where are the drugs? Where's the party? Let me buy your, your Porsche. The, that was the ridiculous. Andy, the Andy Warhol analog. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't believe he actually got uh, Paul McCartney some champagne. <laughs> I did like the one gag where at the end they come back and the one guy, they think he's dead too. Yeah, <laughs> he's just super drunk, and he he wakes up. I'm sorry, I'd leave your party so early. Blocks yeah. out. <laughs> uh, I did. I did like that the the PlayStation trash for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. Like neither one of them ever considers like stop to clean things up. Yeah, well, party they house. They don't use their brains at all in this. Yeah, movie. they don't act like normal human beings. That's just true. If they're two schmucks. Yes, they are. All right, on to my number five. I there wasn't much for me to talk about this, so I kind of break down some of these things a little grand, more granular than normal. So I'm going to go with walking with Bernie, <laughs> as opposed to other things with Bernie later on. But mm-hmm. he doesn't do. They don't do much walking with him in this. But when they do, it works pretty well. Like when they're going to the boat and everything, and they're, you're on the golf cart, as you already mentioned, works pretty well. Um, yeah. Walking with Bernie. That's my number five. Scott, number five. Okay. Wait, do, do we do Alex's six? Yep. Okay. Uh, so my number five is uh, another Bernie gag. Um, when the toupee comes off. And by the way, the the bald cap they gave him look awful. Yeah. <laughs> like in, in high definition, by the way. That was... Uh, Maybe it was fine back in 1989 on the big screen, but uh, in my my high def television at home, not so much. Uh, but I did like when they staple it back on his head. <laughs> I thought that, that was funny, uh, and how uh, and what was John Silverman's character's name? Richard. Uh, how yeah. Richard was appreciative of this idea that Larry came up with the staple back on his head. Uh, and then the next scene, his hair looks back to normal. <laughs> yeah, so, that's awesome. But I did, I did like that they, they stapled that, that toupee back to his head. I thought that was funny. That was pretty funny. Did I ever tell you, when I was a kid, there was a... I was at my friend's house, and they were like a... Behind the scenes on Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And, there, you know, it was... Like oh, a, yeah. And it was an E Hollywood <laughs> thing or whatever, about, yeah. and then they show Harrison Ford stapling, and I really thought that was a real thing as a kid. Like he he stapled his thing to his head. Oh god, it's insane. Yeah, 
Harrison Ford, man, he's crazy. He literally stapled the hat to his head. I tell people at school, and then everyone's like, wow, Jeff knows stuff. <laughs> and then you got all, picked up all the chicks, right? Yeah. yeah all great. of the ladies. Yeah. Tell us again about the stapler, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. No, you just guys ruined therapy for me. All right. Uh, <laughs> that was what, Alex? Or, or, I don't know. Someone go. That was my five. <laughs> all right. So, Alex, five. My number five, and this will lead to pretty much the rest of my list, is Bernie's stupid face. I got a chuckle out of it every damn yeah, time. I love it. <laughs> God damn it, Bernie. This is a little bit higher on my list, but I have the Bernie smirk. Yeah. That's good. It makes the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially the close-ups and everything. It's yeah. fucking fantastic. I agree. The, like, All right. The, the, uh, rig, the rig and mortar sets in immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but only for his face. Well, yeah. maybe other parts, as we find out later. <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> Uh My number four, then, is The Assassin. Uh, he had oh, some Pauly. good moments. <laughs> yeah, that, that guy's higher on my list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, his stabbing him in the butt with the drugs, just like Maguire and Conseco. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, bless you, my son, when he's he's leaving the island as the, as the guys are showing up. And he comes back and strangle him and fight him. I don't know. I found him pretty hilarious. What else is this guy from? Because I could not picture it. I don't. He looked. He looked like a lot of different character actors, but yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He looked like the, hey, shooter, I'll buy you go to Red Lobster after. He did look like that guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not him. Yeah, I looked. I thought you guys were going to know, but like, yeah, he's Return of the Living Dead, which I've seen, but I wouldn't remember him from that and stuff like that. So Anyway, I thought his character was pretty cool. Uh, it just, I just like that whole gangster stuff at the beginning, which I'm a little rusty, but, you know, it's like riding a bike. So... That is my number four, Scott. Okay. Number four is the the mistress boning. Uh, mistress before, boning. before there was clerks. Uh, it's true. Yeah. There, there was weekend at Bernie's. Um, I, I, I did like how they, they actually didn't bother to explain this one. Um, but I guess as an adult, you just know. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that people's knowledge of <laughs> how dead people boners work. Boner knowledge. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I did think that that it was funny. I did like their reaction, um, even though it wasn't anything that that I think a normal human being would like. They just laugh it off and think, "Oh, I no, I'd be oh, horrified." That's the, yeah, that's this whole movie. I, I, would yeah, I wouldn't touch a dead person, let alone all the crap the puppeteer one. That is true. Yeah, like Andrew McCarthy's character seems to have no problem purloining his watch. Uh, oh God! Well, the watch isn't dead. That's <laughs> true. No, that is true. Yes, the mistress boning. <laughs> all right, uh, Alex, number five. Uh, my number five is. Oh wait. No, we're on number fours. Sorry, number four, yeah. I was going to say Bernie's stupid face. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> I love the, the first gag that really had me laughing out loud <laughs> was when they're 
when uh, David Silverman and the girl were out on the beach and they were making out, <laughs> and then in the background you see the tide brings Bernie back into frame. <laughs> With that stupid look on his face while they're while they're making out, <laughs> and then the tide takes him back. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, Bernie always showing up when you don't want him to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freaking gold. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, my number three is uh, Andrew McCarthy's character. Not funny. <laughs> yep. Uh, annoying, and it just feels like somebody's like this is how young people act you know this this is how the guy acts you know he's gonna silverman's gonna be the dressed up guy this guy's gonna wear shorts and sandals he's gonna wear his glasses hanging from one ear because that's how they do it and then he's just gonna go into the office and it's like oh let's just go to the pool and then i'm gonna step in over tar and, and all my stuff's gonna be dirty and i'm just, can, it can, was just not funny it was just annoying and i did not like him at all can i just say that the tar really really bothered me <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you may it, it really bothered me like when he was stepping in it was sliding around like that shit would ruin my day like if i if i like edged it let alone like smeared it all over the bottom of my shoes and got in my hands and ugh. well you're no paul mccartney God, it was annoying like how does he have any friends he's he's so <laughs> yes right God, he's just it's so annoying and only bad. And every time everything's about him, not them, right? Like, I thought he liked me. And every, Silverman's always... Like, just everything about him annoyed me. Especially at the beginning when they were trying to set him up. as This is the quirky guy. This, like I said, no one I've ever seen wear glasses, sunglasses the way he was doing in this movie. No one, ever. Mm-hmm. Pissed me off. Well, I mean, he, he was trying to get his buddy laid, so... He's kind of looking out for him. I, I, I did say at the end there was some stuff that he was doing that was a little friendship worthy. And, and Silverman's a loser himself, so you know, you, <laughs> you latch on to those guys. <laughs> yeah, like, you take what you can get. Yeah, but yeah, it didn't make sense. Like, why do they have to go into work together? It wasn't like they were carpooling. Like, that was another thing. You're 30 minutes late. Like, if one of you assholes was 30 minutes late, we were both walking to work. Fuck off. I'll <laughs> meet you at the office. Like, oh, usually I'm 45 minutes late. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I don't understand it. And then just yeah, him being this—it did not. Ugh. I think that I have more. Both of them are annoying, but him by himself, like I just think it was like notes or something or his take on it, and it just did not work. And I did not like it, and I hated him. Uh, <laughs> well, I think in that first one he was late because it was a weekend that they were working. Yeah. So it didn't didn't really matter what time they were going to go into the office. But why was Silverman just waiting for him, sitting on this in the street corner when they've already cleared how hot it is? Like, well, yeah, because he's an idiot. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, and then why is he dressed? That that it's showing that he the other guy's more professional. He's going to dress up even though it's a weekend, and the other guy's not. It's just. But there is one truth there. <laughs> They made a comment about how they turn off the AC on the weekends. That is a fact. I have definitely worked in buildings where they do not yep. keep the weekend the air conditioning yep. on. Yep. And I've I've had some pretty miserable experiences with that in the middle of summer. Yeah, yeah. In my, yeah, yeah. my old place, they technically you had a card that if you were in there, you could swipe it and it would turn on the AC on the weekend. It never worked, and it, it was miserable. So I was like, I'll work the weekends, but I'm going to work from home. And like, so so oh. things things are a lot different now. My my current company, but. 
remember a long time ago, like asking our IT guy about it, and he basically laughed. Like, he just basically <laughs> laughed in my face. Not not that like he was being a jerk, but just like, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Like it's basically his. <laughs> yeah, and they, you know, I don't know how big. I mean, our building at the time was not a huge high rise, but it was several floors up, and then. Once you have all the computers running in a room without AC, it gets hot very quickly. And mm-hmm. yep. yeah, it's yep. Yep. oof. I understand. <laughs> anyway, that's my number three. Scott, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is. Uh, I, I did. I, again, I don't know if this was supposed to be a commentary on on their people that that frequent the Hamptons. Or just again the the rampant bullshit of the late eighties, but uh, I tell the the reason why they they get away with all this with Bernie being dead is that nobody actually gives a shit about Bernie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. maybe the mistress, maybe, um, but yeah, nobody really cares what he has to say or how he responds. He's just this this guy that that happened to have provided. Uh, this this additional place to party, um, but nobody really has any real attachment to him. <laughs> like oh, that's a good point. Like they're mm-hmm. they're friendly to him because like, yeah, like as much of a douche that he is, like I guess it's pretty cool that he's like, yeah, everybody come on over, like have all the the coke and booze that you want, like borrow my boat, it's fine. Like although he did like let a very attractive woman borrow the boat. So it's not like he'll mm-hmm. do that for just anybody. But like everybody on that island... Well, he like, didn't really let her. She just took it. That's true. But no, but like... It, I, I think the point was that like he would do something like that. Yeah, um, that's true. It's in his character to not, not be pissed at that. Yeah, happened. and that, like people on that island like genuinely seem happy to see him. Um, you know, so they don't dislike him. And he gives a tip to that kid that, that puts the, the boat up. So... Yeah, it tells him to buy himself a girlfriend. Yeah, buy himself a girlfriend, which is a douchey thing to say. <laughs> but um, but for all that, yeah, it's just he's just this guy that happens to, to do all this stuff. Like nobody actually like likes him beyond that. It's all just empty, again, eighties nonsense. And that's that's how they get away with all this because they're not waiting for Bernie to like say anything profound or to to do anything other than just kind of be there. So. Uh, I I did think that was interesting, whether or not that was really the point of anything. I don't know, but right, yeah, it probably was. Like that was deep. The guy, the original screenplay was probably the original script was probably that, and then the studio got a hold of it. It's like no, but we have this one guy who wears his glasses weird, and this, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a good point, Scott. All right, Alex, uh, we're on to what number three? Three, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. I am a sucker for a good ragdoll. <laughs> so, a Maribu children, whenever Al would fall <laughs> off the roof and it was a ragdoll, <laughs> just screaming, I would laugh every damn time. And this is no exception when Bernie <laughs> falls off the boat and they're pretty much just rag- dragging a doll through the water. Oh my gosh. And the sound effects sell it too. <laughs> yeah. <Dong. laughs> Hitting it every one of those freaking dinghies. The shore markers. Oh, that was hilarious. 
Yeah, that was pretty good. I definitely, uh, I guess I remembered most of it was of this was going on, but that was one thing I remembered like beforehand. Like, oh, I remember he gets dragged by the boat and he hits all the the buoys or whatever. Was it, so? You you mentioned Al. Uh, was it <laughs> the Mayor Children? Was it the episode where they? What was it they were trying to build? Like a, an antenna? Like him, him and Jefferson. Yeah, like get a satellite antenna up there, or just fix it so that they could watch TV. And just like things get worse and worse as the episode goes along. Like, was that <laughs> yeah. was that the same episode where they said, "said we're supposed to find, we're supposed to have these these L shape." Oh <laughs> uh, no, like, that's a, that's one where they're building like a. But there's uh, all these sevens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or an owl's holding it and just, let me know what I'm through, Jefferson, and he's drilling right at his face. <laughs> yeah, no, those those gags are always great, especially on Married and Children. Um, all right, uh, on to my number two, which Alex, I think it was Alex already mentioned, is the Bernie smirk. That always cracked me up. The look on his face with those sunglasses, priceless. I, I stand by that uh, Bernie is what sold this movie, and there's a reason why people like this. Not, mm-hmm. the, not the dudes, not everything. It was him portraying a dead guy <laughs> funny somehow. I don't know, it worked. And that smirk, <laughs> his facial expressions were all... It was the main thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I did still, even as I did dislike this movie, I still got a kick every time they'd go to him and they'd flick his head over and he'd still have that. Like, how did he act? This guy should have won an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. I kept, I kept looking, I kept like trying to spot him breaking. Um, I think he did like, like smirk in real life when they, when they put the vacuum to his face, like under his mustache. <laughs> I think I think he actually did like his face Quite actually moved from that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, but I thought he did a really good job, especially with the facial expression. So kudos to you or him, mm-hmm. to you, Terry. To Kiffer. everybody. Yeah. What else is he in? I was looking at nothing. <laughs> you know what he's in, Jeff? Mannequin yeah. Two on the Moon. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yes. Well, he's also in Friday the 13th, part 7, maybe? I don't know. The eyes are cut off. It's either 7 or 8. Um, he's also in an episode of Lois and Clark. Oh. So there you go. But yeah. Good old Bernie Lomax. Uh, Scott, number two. Number two is when, uh, as Alex mentioned earlier, when uh, Richard and the main love interest um, are making out on the beach. And yeah, Bernie just comes washing up with the tide. <laughs> uh, I, I, I did think it was it was kind of funny. The oh my god, I can't believe this is happening to me. <laughs> and she says, she "says it's happening to both of us." <laughs> but yeah, just for him to to, to wash up like that it was was pretty. Funny. Yeah, it's great because they set it up like the water just at his at his legs or something and then a bunch of shit happens with the lighthouse and everything so you have enough time to forget <laughs> just enough for him to come washing into frame oh, that was genius all right alex number 2 my number 2 is Polly, the uh mafia assassin <laughs> Him, uh, just uh, first of all, it was the easiest kill he ever did when he stuck that needle in Bernie's ass, and that was it. Man, he made it look easy. 
<laughs> I think the funniest one was when he's back, when he hears Bernie's alive. And uh, Richard and Paul McCartney were trying to do something, and they tossed Bernie out the side of the window. <laughs> Bernie just lands on Paulie, and Paulie's like, oh my gosh, he's trying to get me. <laughs> and they start wrestling. Yeah. And then he finally gets Bernie on the ground, and he chokes the life out of him, checks his pulse, that he's really dead this time. He's like, all right. <laughs> he did a great job. He was on cloud nine when he gets back to the ferry. But he's like, Sambuca on the rocks. <laughs> and then they see all three of them walking. Hold the ferry. And he sees Bernie walking up with them. Oh, his eyes go bug-eyed with surprise. It was fantastic. Yeah, he was good. Oh, I still think gosh. he was the guy from Happy Gilmore. Or he's related, <laughs> he's related to that guy. Could be related. All right, on to our number ones. And um, as much as I didn't like the quirky guy... The both of them combined were annoying as hell. I, I just <laughs> the, this the two main characters in this movie were just unlikable. Uh, it's hard to see their friendship, like we mentioned. I mean, I know there was he said he's trying to help his buddy get laid, give him the apartment and stuff. But for other than that, like there was nothing. Why you can see why these guys were friends. They're constantly yelling at each other. Angie McCarthy's character is just annoying as hell. He is just. Uh, so I so I, I I agree with you guys. I I think personally I wasn't irritated because I just saw the whole thing as like a giant farce, like almost almost like a stage play. So everything yeah. was supposed to be that over the top. But yeah, I, I agree. It just wasn't doing it for me either. I just didn't like them, and they're always yelling. I don't and like this you is either. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I hear people who don't like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They don't like it because. They say all the characters do is just yell the entire time. And that is true. Like, if you just watch that show, it's constantly like, God damn it, Charlie! They're just constantly yelling at each other. For some reason, I like that. I still like that. doesn't bother me on that show. Yeah. <laughs> but I can see how it can be annoying. And if you don't get over that, and this, I couldn't get over it. It was just them yelling the entire time. They're not listening to each other. They're just making things worse. And it's, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of it could be funny, like them jumping on the boat too early, and it's the boat that's arriving, not leaving. But it's just because everything else was so annoying, it, it didn't work. And I'll mm. say, they show up at their house, Bernie's house. This is before anything goes wrong. What do we do? Should we just go in? No, first she tried knocking on the door, ringing the doorbell. They didn't even do that. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even try that. And then the other guy, oh, yeah, we're guest house guests, and we're going to... Would you drink your... Would you go into your boss's house and just start popping bottles? No, they they definitely don't act like normal human beings in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. I mean, his character is quirky, so maybe he does, but I don't think so. Nah. Anyway, the two main characters made it really hard for me to like this movie. Um, I like as a kid though it worked, and maybe that was a target audience, young people, and I am no longer in their demographic. So mm-hmm. there it is. Uh, Alec, or sorry, Scott, number two, number one. Uh, my number one is when they use Bernie to paddle back. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I couldn't. I couldn't help but but think that that somebody put that in as a nod to Watchmen, the the graphic novel. Um, for the uh, spoilers here, for the uh, for the pirate. Um, side story. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but uh, I thought I thought that was. Of, of all the gags involving him, I thought that was the funniest. Um, 
the setup for it was way, way too long. That whole bolt sequence was... Ugh. Other than him getting dragged along, like that mm-hmm. whole sequence was just not funny. Um, the... I, well, I, I take that back. There, there was the, the old man that was like, what you're doing is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was hey. funny. I thought, hey I thought there. That, I, thought, I thought that was funny. But um, yeah, just they run out of gas and then they, they're back basically where they start again. <laughs> but it makes sense though on, on some level that, yeah, the, the body's going to float. So <laughs> they use it to paddle back to, back to shore, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense because... That would have been a long fucking distance at that point. Yeah. But whatever. I'm not going to poke holes in it for, for that much. But uh, yeah, just them using Bernie as a paddle, paddle board. All right. And Alex, number one. My number one is just the ridiculous. I mean, the 80s produced a lot of batshit crazy movies. This one is it's not the craziest, but it's right. It's right in there. With the ridiculous premise, and it almost because it's so over the top, and uh, it they they live in this like Hampton style world where people don't notice each other because they have you know they're so vapid and self centered that they have, wouldn't notice a dead guy if they saw one. Uh, that it almost works, because uh, if you think about it, I mean, m- most of this is like very morbidly grotesque. But every everything's played off for laughs. It's like, oh my! God. I mean, there's a dead body. They're just dragging him around. It's gross. But it's Bernie. The end. <laughs> All right. <laughs> mhm. Jeff, did we lose you? Lost him, sir. Shit, I went, I went muted for a second because I had to sneeze. Um, no, I had nothing. He has any other missions? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, why, why does what's her what's the girl's name? Meg Gwen Gwen. Why, why does she stay with Silverman at the end? Why? Well, she's had the whole situation explained to her at that point. <laughs> Yeah, he's a scumbag. Is the situation? <laughs> scumbag? I wasn't always a scumbag. Uh, lying about everything. Yeah, uh, maybe. Okay, maybe not a scumbag, but he's a liar. And they lied about a freaking dead body that whole time. Yeah. So that was one that I uh, that came up. But so when they go on their first date, and uh, he takes her back to his house, which is his parents' house, and they're. They're fooling around on the couch, and his dad walks in, and he says it's his butler. And then when it's all revealed, and she's she gets so mad and leaves. Like, would that really happen? If that was a first date, not like he'd been lying to you, even on this serious relationship, and he's lying to you. But, like, it's kind of funny. Like, you may, like, leave the guy, but, like, would you be that, like, upset with him that he died, and then he took out this whole thing, and that is Like, I think it's hilarious. Like, if that was a first date type thing, and, and this happened, and... <laughs> The dad comes out. You say it's his butler, and he tells you to fuck off. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, she she seemed a little overreact in that situation. Like, I I I did find that scene amusing, just from a like ultimate dad move of <laughs> just no just in his underwear, just being like, oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. <laughs> just unhurried. Yeah, no shame. <laughs> yeah, just 
just uh, going about his business. Yeah, well, nice to meet you, young lady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought, if if you really liked the guy that happened, you would would call him out on his bullshit. Say, why do you lie? But would you be that, like, super pissed? And it's kind of funny the way it happened. Anyway, that's what I think, anyway. And with that, we rate the movie. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven, one being absolute garbage and seven being perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go ahead and go first. And I rate this as a three. Um, I want to give it some extra points for nostalgia because, I said, like I said, I really did like this movie as a kid. But this was rough. Like, this is rougher than the stuff that Alex and Scott usually make me watch. So hey. I apologize to you, gentlemen. Um <laughs> I mean, not, not really. You guys make me watch way worse. But this is pretty bad. And I do, actually, I do apologize. And right, it was Je- bad. Jeff, did, so I think you also gave it a three. But did you enjoy this more or less than Blind Fury? Ooh. <laughs> it's about even. If it wasn't for the nostalgia in this, I would say I like Blind Fury more. Okay. The nostalgia did have, like I said, the fact that I was just, the stuff that was coming from the back of my mind, like, knowing lines, it's like, where the hell is this coming from? Like, this happens to Commando in Star Wars, not Weekend at Bernie's. Like, why where is this happening? Um, but it was awful. And at least Blind Fury was a new movie, and I didn't know it was going to happen as bad <laughs> as it was. So, eh, on par. But yeah, three for me. So, Scott, what would you get this movie? Uh, yeah, I'm also giving this a three. Um, again, there's some funny stuff with, with manipulating the corpse, um, but but overall, I think it, it just kind of limps along from from one thing to the next just to, to get the dead body involved. Uh, and yeah, as, as a comedy, overall, I think it, it kind of falls flat. So, yep, three. All right, and Alex. Ah. Uh... Okay, well, I might have to give this two ratings because... This is where Alex goes, I agree with you guys. I give it a five. <laughs> no, uh, I, would, I would definitely as a whole give this movie a four. But if you just watch it right when the 80s party starts, or, well, I mean, if you'd never seen the movie before, right when Bernie gets killed, uh, I would give, like, the the second half of the movie a five. If you just started from there, which I will from now on for the rest of my life, <laughs> whenever I watch this movie, just fast forward just to the halfway point, because that's when it actually starts getting good. Yeah, I didn't remember them being in New York so long at the beginning of this movie. Ah, I know it takes forever. Yeah. It's like the opposite of Jason takes Manhattan. He's not in New York until the last five minutes <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. So, and, so I kind of kind of see really why, kind of see why they did that. Just so that, like, yeah, New York's, like, shitty. And they, they, they talk about how it doesn't have beaches. And then all of a sudden there are the Hamptons. Except the Hamptons, there's, like, one place they go. <laughs> it's, like, the ferry dock and then Bernie's house. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Filming location rights. I don't know. You can't go. But, yeah, I agree. So a little, little interesting trivia is that that house was a uh, set. They built it for the movie and then tore it down after the movie was done. Wow. The exterior, too? I think the whole thing, if I read the trivia correctly. Damn. Wow. 
Not guess that. The interior, obviously, but the exterior. And yeah, it was a pretty douchey 80s house, 80s coke house, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, now it's time to cross over into... Wait, Alex, what'd you give it? Uh, I'll go. I'll give it a four as an overall movie. But if you start at the halfway point, it's a five. What I'm hearing is Alex is giving it a nine. <laughs> it was so good. Highest rated episode ever. <laughs> All right. uh, our crossover topic is top uh, five bad bosses in movies. So Bernie Lomax, I guess you consider him a pretty bad boss if once you do your job, he tries to kill you. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty bad. So uh, I will go with my number five, which is Boss Hog. <laughs> He's got the name Boss in his this, name. Is this two weeks in a row, Jeff? Three weeks? <laughs> Boss Hog came up, or at least Dukes did. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. I think, <laughs> get I think you probably did too. I want to get them blue boys. Um, well, yeah, whatever. I'm bringing up do, Boss do, Hog. Do, 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 do. He's a jerk to uh, Cooter and not Cooter, um, Roscoe and uh, Cletus. He, he's not a good guy. Boss he's Hog, a, yeah, he, Boss Hog is not a nice dude, yeah. No, he's you know he's obviously boys. bad to the Duke brothers, but he's not their boss. But he is the boss of, like I said, Roscoe and I think it's Cletus, the other, yeah. the lesser, the deputy. I think I don't know. Can can I just say that the uh, the boss hog impression is hot on the pipes? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know how you would do that. I'm gonna yeah, get them Duke boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, I don't think I can do that again. <laughs> All right, that's my number five. Scott, what's your number five? Uh, so I didn't go just movies with this. Um, That's fine. As always, I say movies, but yeah, video games, TV shows, books, right. whatever. Uh, so no yeah. video games this time around, but because I didn't really want to get literal with <laughs> with video game bosses. No. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but, uh, number five is from Futurama. Uh, Professor Farnsworth is the <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the boss of uh, Galaxy Express. Um, he's not a mean boss, um, but it's in a running joke. They 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 kind of cool out on in later seasons, but uh, it was he'd always come up with the good news, everyone, and then he'd always send them somewhere horrible, uh, yeah. where they would likely die, uh, just to deliver some some package. Um, so yeah, and then uh. There's a couple episodes where he loses the whole crew and he's not too broken up about it. Uh, so, Professor Farnsworth. <laughs> he's also Fry's great, 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 great. I forget how many great. Yeah, a lot of greats. Yeah. Uh, nephew? Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, as much as I, I didn't really watch that show nearly as much as you guys, didn't really watch it as all, but anytime, the, if I were going to say the phrase, good news, everyone, I can't not do it as his voice. Good news, <laughs> good news everyone. everyone. Good news, everybody. Oh, uh, my, Alex. no. <laughs> Alex, number five. Uh, my number five is Al Bundy. If you remember, yeah, there were a lot of seasons where he had an assistant, but in the later season, he actually had an employee named Aaron. You guys remember Aaron? No. I remember Griff. I don't remember Aaron. Aaron was the kid from Poke High, and that's why Al hires him. 
uh, because he was also playing on the football team. And Al is a bad boss <laughs> in in the first particular episode when uh, Aaron is introduced because Aaron has pretty much the perfect girlfriend. But then Al takes him around the mall, convinces him what a bad idea it is to, to keep a woman hanging around, you know, but uh, has him talk to all the losers that are around the mall. And so Aaron dumps pretty much the perfect woman and he goes back to his old high school girlfriend, which is exactly like Peggy. Like Peg. The big red hair and the and the leopard pants. Uh, ruins the poor kid's life. That sounds familiar now, but I, that was like more than one episode of this guy? Yeah. Aaron was on for uh, six episodes, if I remember the IMDb that I looked uh, up. But, but, damn it. Not seven episodes? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seven went missing. Seven didn't go on more than seven episodes, I don't think. What, oh, God. what, was, what was Al's reaction to all that? Alex, I don't remember. To what? Oh, to seeing the two Peggies on the couch eating yeah. bonbons? Yeah. He was just... Very <laughs> regretful. I, I think of it, it, he felt really guilty about <laughs> his uh, making Aaron dump his girlfriend, pretty much. Sorry, I'm looking up Aaron Married with Children because I do not remember this. Mm-hmm. Aaron Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, the wife and I started watching this other medical show called The Good Doctor. With uh, Freddie Highmore starring, but the kid that plays uh, Aaron oh, okay. actually in the show is now one of the like high high up surgeon doctors in that show too. I'm like, I know this guy. Yeah, now that I see him, I definitely remember him now. Nice. All right, uh, my number four is Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, we almost had the first the the same guy. Oh, all right. Well, maybe you have a different version of the Scrooge, but uh, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, Ebenezer Scrooge, pretty, pretty uh, ruthless in the versions of uh, the Christmas story, Christmas tale. What is it called? <laughs> Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, not a good guy. I almost did Scrooge McDuck because he's kind of a jerk, but um, I'll go for the original. Scro- Ebenezer Scrooge, mm-hmm. um, making. What's the guy's name now? Jesus. Uh, Launchpad McQuack work late on Christmas night. There it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Scott he turned it around though. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, had be, he had to be threatened by ghosts. Right. My number four uh, is old Iron Butt. Dick Jones. Dick Jones. Dick Jones from RoboCop. Uh, the uh, again, and definitely '80s <laughs> corporate villain boss. Uh, but yeah, he lays down the law about being called Iron Butt, and uh, uh, ultimately um, gets home in time to eat cornflakes. <laughs> yeah, gets home in time to eat cornflakes. <laughs> yep. Uh, he has a mutant power though; his arms grow super long. <laughs> He falls out of a window. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yes, Dick Jones from from Little Cop. Not uh, what's his name in Total Recall? Cohagen. Recall, recall. Oh yeah, not Cohagen. Cohagen's less of a boss and more of like a like super villain, I guess. I don't know. And then what about? He's a good boss. He's Bogomil. And That's true. Yeah, he's a good yeah. boss in that. Better than Scott. 
I'm looking at this picture of uh, Meg from Married with Children. It's cracking me up. Oh, yeah, that was his girlfriend's name. (laughs) I'd like you to meet Meg. Yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, Alex, number four. My number four is uh, Frank Cross, Bill Murray from the movie Scrooged. Oh, Yeah, see? He's a real son of a bitch in that one. Damn you, Alex. (laughs) Sorry, Scott. Come on, you have to work late. Because if you can't work late, I can't work late. If I can't work late, I can't work late. Uh, hilarious. One of his best roles. I love it. It's almost <laughs> it's almost uh, Scrooge time. Yeah, it's almost Christmas almost. time. Time to watch that movie. It pretty much is. Like Coast 103.5 is, is started in on the Christmas, 24-hour Christmas music. Uh, I was... You, Sorry, usually I'd be pissed about shit like that, but it's been a hell of a year, so let's just fucking, let's bring it on, in, man. Any, any uh, chance for normalcy, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was asked to get the Christmas decorations out of the garage already, so. Mm-hmm. Me too. I gotta do it this week. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, uh, didn't have to worry about any garage uh, Christmas decorations this year. <laughs> I wonder <Hey-o>. why. <laughs> Don't keep them plugged in next time all year round. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hide your cocaine in them. In all seriousness, though, the, I think that was half the shit that was in the garage. Anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I am looking forward to my new house here, hanging up Christmas lights around the roof. I mean, I'm looking forward to not looking forward to it. <laughs> are, you gonna, are, you gonna, are you gonna put up hooks, Jeff? Yeah, I'm gonna try to do it right and put up hooks that kind of like last. I don't have to do staples every year. Yeah, the staples are the worst. Yeah, nice. and, but I was looking and, and there's nothing there previously. Like, really? You guys did not hang Christmas lights here for the last 60 years or whatever? Yeah, the hooks will be a bitch, but you won't have to do it again for like 15 or 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my, my parents' house, my dad put nails in there. And they the same nails have been there since... <laughs> I don't even know if he did it. I'm assuming he did it, but maybe the previous <laughs> owner did it. And they've been in there since... Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, gonna, I'll do it. I'll try to do it right this year, so I don't. We'll just struggle this year and never have to worry about it again. Are you also gonna get a bunch of cardboard cutouts and hook them up to like record <laughs> players and, and and trains, so it looks like you're having a party at your house? Yeah. Go oh, there. Though. There you go. <laughs> yep, just like Macaulay. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was a. Ah, oh, never mind. <laughs> Uh, okay. My number three is the Joker as a terrible boss. You wouldn't want to be work for him. He just <laughs> yeah, kills you. Definitely not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm supposed to kill the driver. Yeah. The driver. Exactly. I'm supposed to kill the bus driver. Or, well, what's his name? Somebody. Gun. <laughs> Blows yeah, him away. Bob. Gun. There, Bob. <laughs> I don't remember Bob. Um. Yeah, can't imagine working for the Joker would be a, a good career path. And uh, yeah, so Joker. Hey, Scott. Joker. Number three. Number three is Frank Cross. Uh, at one point in the movie, Bill Murray suggests that, or his, his character, Frank Cross, suggests they staple yeah. antlers to mice. There's a lot of staples in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's all you need to know. Yeah, we should... God, I feel like we've done Scrooge. We talked we about have. it at some point. Yeah, yeah we have. Okay. We've done Scrooge. All right, it's too bad. 
Um, all right, Alex, number three. My number three is R.J. Fletcher. Hey, R.J. <laughs> From Channel 8 UHF. Damn, it's good. Or the movie UHF. <sighs> From the channel UHF. No. From Channel 8 from the movie UHF. Just a fantastic villain. I love it. And he gets so many comeuppance at the end, and he sells it. Festering ball of dog snot. Dog snot. <laughs> take, take that ridiculous thing off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one I haven't seen in forever. I might introduce the kids to that one. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number two is Darth Vader. <laughs> I almost made the list. I'm not sure if he's ever technically a boss, but he does fire people by killing them, so. Yeah. I think that's how he promotes people, too. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Uh, specifically, the main one is Empire Strikes Back, where he's just killing people left and right for fucking up and promoting. Yeah, some guy's not even dead yet, and he's already promoting Admiral Piet and all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. So. Oh, Admiral Ozzel. Yeah. Repairing, felt, come out of light felt, speed. Repairing to... Uh, uh, uh. He felt surprise was the best option. <laughs> yeah. He's as clumsy as he is stupid. So... Darth Vader. I'm pretty sure the Emperor is probably a worse boss, but we don't really get to see much of his. Bossy. No, I think he's a good boss. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> hey, so, um, all right. So, before before we go on, because we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't done that. Wow. What? What? Hear me out here. <laughs> what if we did? What if there were a crossover? Um, Using uh, old '80s action movie stars, and they they created a whole new storyline, and one of the ultimate villains was was Dolph Vader. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Would it be Would it be like the Russian? Would it be like uh, Ivan Drago, Dolph Lundgren? Well, you'd force choke people out, and then you would say, "If he dies, he dies." <laughs> I thought you were going to go crossover. It was like they kill Captain Nita and then just the rest of the stormtroopers just weakened at Bernie's him for the rest of the movie. <laughs> that that would be good too. That would be awesome. <laughs> just Vader's just completely oblivious. Good, good work, Nita. Carry on. I thought I choked that fucker out. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Dolph, Dolph Vader. It might work. It might. He do lots of drugs. He does the drugs. He does. He does. All right. Um, that was my number that two, was my right? Number. So, what uh, was yeah. It? My number two is Darth Vader. So, what's Scott's number two? My number two is Doctor Bob Kelso from Scrubs. Uh, oh yeah, it's it's it, uh, interesting character because. He's the antagonist for for a lot of the show, a lot of the storylines, um, but but ultimately, like as the show goes on, like yes, he's he's it turns out that he's like kind of a deviant, <laughs> and that he's really not not a nice person for for a lot of things. But um, you find out that he that he really does care. Um, so 
like it, it, it makes it all that, that, that much worse because um, he's just being a jerk because he wants to be a jerk. <laughs> uh, but mm-hmm. he is trying to run a hospital, as you find out in, in later seasons. That really is not that easy. Um, but yeah, there, there is actually going back to Star Wars again in, in the I think it's in the first season. Um, JD always has these these fantasy. Like I would call them flashbacks because they're they're happening in real time, but uh, these fantasies and one of them, uh, Kelso and Doctor Cox fight each other, a la uh, Darth Vader and Obi Wan uh, for for JD's soul, basically. Um, yeah, just a great character. Um, the actor is fucking hilarious that plays him. By the way, like some of the, some of the lines that he says are are pure gold. Um, as, as they give him more and more stuff to play with in later seasons. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, you know who has two thumbs and doesn't care? Bob Kelso. Have we met? <laughs> I think what she's trying to say is she doesn't give a crap at Chino. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, number two, Dr. Bob Kelso. Nice. All right. I have a feeling our number, number ones are all going to be the same, by the way. Uh, maybe, but my number two is Bill Lumberg. Okay, well, no. That shatters that. Yep. <laughs> As a Lumberg fucker. Oh. Very cool. Oh. This is my number one. That's my number one also. Yeah. No. Ooh, not my number one. I think I know what But yeah, Bill is. fucking Lumberg. Oh. Oh. Lumberg. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. He's too real. So I was so for me the white pushing number one. He's too real. Darth yeah. Vader and the Joker are not going to happen. Boss Hoggy can happen, but Bill Lumberg can happen. And uh, Chow, remember Chow tried to do that. I let Chow. I think I've mentioned Chow a couple times on this. On this. So I don't know if I've ever yeah. mentioned this. I am a software developer. If you guys probably haven't uh, guessed by now, and uh, one of my yeah. first jobs hey. was working for this guy named Chow, who was um, a very nice gentleman. But had a strong. He was from China or Taiwan, very strong <laughs> accent. And I lent him the movie Office Space, and he, he enjoyed it. But one day he came to my desk trying to act like Bill Lumberg, and it, I did not know what he was doing for the longest time. <laughs> and then when I figured it out, I couldn't stop laughing. Just, he just kept waving his coffee mug and trying to do the mm, yeah, but with his thick Chinese accent. I did not know what he was doing. It was. Hilarious, and I, I love that guy for that. And um, but yeah, Bill Lumberg is genius. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I need you to come in tomorrow. Oh yeah, I'm gonna need you to come in Sunday too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, about those TPS. Yeah, because we're putting that on all TPS reports now. Yeah, that'd be great. My unholy pig of a boss. <laughs> and then just how like dick he is when he gets shot down by the by Peter or the the Bob. So then he just goes and picks on Milton just because he has to do something to get off because he's an asshole. Ah, I hate him. Uh, yep. <laughs> the the <sighs> Peter imagining him having sex with. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> he's, coffee cup. He's got the spiders in the coffee cup. <laughs> Gary Cole. He's got one leg and one hand. Yeah, yeah. Gary Cole is so good. Oh man. Can you move a little bit to the left? Yeah. yeah. Peter. So so I've never I, I don't think anybody really has the that level. But but I have worked under people that 
just you can't have a discussion with them mm-hmm. and then that's the worst where it's just no we're just gonna do this thing like, yeah, yeah i've never had a boss that way but i've worked with people like that uh, like, like definitely yeah definitely definitely work with the people like that luckily i've never had a direct boss that was that way but it reminds me of Chow pretending to be like that. And it was one of the... <laughs> Once I figured out what he was trying to do, I he's a genius. All right. Well, that was Alex's number two and my number one and Scott's number one, right? Mm-hmm. So don't, don't leave us hanging, Alex. Yeah. Can I guess? Yeah. Mr. Burns? Mr. Burns. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I course. thought about... I th- before you get into this, Alex. Uh-huh. I thought about Mr. Burns, but I just... For the reason I couldn't think of him as a boss per se, <laughs> he doesn't know who anybody is. Simpson, eh? Yeah. No, he knows everybody else. It's just Homer that he doesn't remember. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, there was the thing where I know in some seasons, <laughs> like Smithers, like feeds some names for everybody and whatnot in the earlier seasons. But then there's that one episode. Oh, I think it might have been in the. Uh, who shot Mr. Burns, the part one. He's going around like oh, with all the employees. Oh, hey, how's it going? And calling them by their full names. Then he comes to Homer and he just pulls a complete blank. Oh, my gosh. My, my favorite, fantastic. My favorite one of those was, was... Was it when Homer becomes his, like, jester or something like that? It's oh, Prank Monkey. Prank Monkey. And he flings the pudding at Carl. <laughs> Mr. Burns gets upset. Good God, man! What are you doing? That's Carl. <laughs> That's Carl. <laughs> there, there. <laughs> he, oh, he walks him over to the eyewash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Burns is a bit of a bastard. He cancels he the first episode. He cancels Christmas bonuses. No, he's definitely like a bastard. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah. He yeah. blocks out the sun from Springfield for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a boss. That's just a dictator. Super, super I don't know what villain, that is. Yeah. It's a super villain. But I like when they go to the ball game. I think it was Dance and Homer episode where he, yeah. he, he doesn't know anybody in that episode because he has cards for everybody as they show up. Homer, oh, Homer, Marge, this must be little Bart, Lisa, and expecting. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to update the cards, sir. <laughs> so good. Yeah, Mr. Burns, I thought of him after. I actually thought about him while we were doing our, while we were talking right now. Otherwise, he would make it, he would probably bump off boss hog mm-hmm. alright uh, any honorable mentions boss ass I would say Java but I feel like everybody who works for Java directly seems pretty happy Employee. Oh no! No, everybody tries to kill him. Yeah, you <laughs> gotta read the EU. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> or listen to Star Wars in Ooh, character. Okay. Well, in the movies anyway. <laughs> everybody in the fucking cantina wants to kill Jabba. Yeah, anyone you've heard of who works, somehow is related to the underground is trying to kill Jabba. <laughs> That's how you know you made it. Yeah. Um. All right, and then I honorable mention also was all the bosses and horrible bosses, but that was too easy, so I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the bosses in Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking worse, Demon Souls. Yeah. Um. All right, and with that, it's time for Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. 
so I never heard about this before. I just heard about it recently. I guess Kurt Schilling like messed up his ankle so bad that it started bleeding uh, during during a game. Huh. Allegedly, I don't know. There's there's a close up, pretty definitive uh, proof. What what? I'm, I'm curious, Alex. What what led you to this tidbit of information from 2000? And- I was listening to uh, this podcast. It was actually Star Wars in character, but they did like one of their other episodes where they were just doing just straight up trivia for stuff. And one of them was put these um, soiled items in order when they happened. And one of them was uh, Monica Lewinsky's dress, OJ's <laughs> glove and Kurt Schilling's bloody sock. It's like, what order did those things happen in? And, it, and it's like I'd never heard about Kurt Schilling's bloody socks, so I was wondering what the hell that was. So, so in the was it in the World Series, or was it? I in, think so. The CSLC. Anyway, it was the playoffs, and Schilling took the mound, and they they started showing close ups of his like where his ankle near his ankle all game long. Yeah, <laughs> as if he was like Ronnie Lott going out there after just amputating his toe. Um, He's Ronnie fucking Dobbs. Yeah. Uh, no, Alex, literally, this guy ran about removed his toe to play in the Super Bowl. No one talks about that. They talk oh, about this geez. guy who had a little boo boo on his ankle. Baseball players are trying to. Uh, baseball, yeah. Um, <laughs> there, there, there are um, theories out there that it, it was just like ketchup packets um, to fake, to okay. fake the blood. Uh, at any rate, like. I've never seen Kurt. I've never seen Kurt Schilling like hobbling around since. Like (laughs) this wasn't like a life or you know threatening injury or whatever. And it was blasting. Fun fact about Kurt Schilling: he's a big video game nerd, and he was playing EverQuest back then. He was. Uh, Since then, he he started his own studio in Rhode Island. Uh, He's the one that did. Kingdoms, Kingdoms of, of Amalur, right? Yes, yes. Infamous in the <laughs> in video game lore about, mm-hmm. about what happened to that studio and good drilling and, and <laughs> numerous yeah. lawsuits with the state of Rhode Island and oh man. But yes, Alex Kurtzling may or may not have had blood on his sock. Okay. It's time for Neum News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Uh, starting off with some more sad news this week. No. Uh, yeah. So, um, Trebek. Oh, you're, you're a Trumper, eh? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not talk about that. But nope. Um, Alex uh, Alex Trebek um, has passed away after his, his long battle with, with his pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Um, you know, just a. Uh, a mainstay of, of pop culture, like I, I haven't looked it up. Like when he started hosting, uh, but I don't, I don't ever remember him not hosting Jeopardy. Exactly. Um, and uh, I just he, he handled his, his whole illness with 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 a lot of grace and, and dignity, and uh, I think it's yeah, it's admirable drugs. the the way that he carried himself, um, and he's just in the. The public eye for for so long, he never. He's like him, and Pat Sajak. Like I think we were talking about this like, a couple yeah. weeks back. Of like, they're just like, yeah, they're not saints or anything like that. But like, 
<laughs> there are worse people to like emulate if you're if you're gonna look at celebrities. Um, hey, it, both hockey fans, by the way. That's right. Well, throwing that out there. But he was he was Canadian. So. Yeah, Trebek was actually Canadian. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think they're both hockey fans. Um, uh, you know, and then just him occasionally being savage to to the contestants. <laughs> Um, yeah. Just being such a smug bastard in, in, in the way that the only Trebek could be, um, you know. I, I have seen online the uh, picture of um, who who is it that that did the Sean Connery impression on SNL? A Hammond. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some Hammond. Hammond um, with the uh, "I'll see you in hell, Trebek." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, after uh, the, the passing of uh, Sean Connery. Oh, that's true. They both. Oh, yeah. I didn't put that together. Okay. Um, so that that's kind of funny. Is this from like a pop culture thing? It takes some of the sting out of it. But uh, yeah. yeah, just just sad. I'm I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm. I, I don't think any of us watches Jeopardy regularly, but I am curious to see who they replace him with. Because um, I, I feel like they're, they're gonna have to go with a name. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they, they just who who does um, uh, family? Penstein. Yeah, Penstein. <laughs> who, who does uh, Family Feud these days? It's like Steve uh, Harvey. Yeah, Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. Well, maybe somebody like that, just like a comedian this time around. I don't know. Just somebody that is fine doing this for the rest of their life. <laughs> mm-hmm. It seems like a good gig, like Drew Carey doing uh, The Price Is Right. Yeah, like it's good work if you can get it. Well, Alex Trebek said before he died that he thinks the next who would be nice said who should be the next, but who would be a good host is the current L.A. Kings announcer, Alex Faust. So uh, he, keeping he, it in the Alex family. Yeah, he just took over because the longtime Kings announcer retired from, with health issues a few years ago. So this new they have this new young guy. He's like still in his late twenties, I think. Is announcing the Kings games, and uh, that—that's who got Trebek's vote of confidence. Um, but I've heard every with the other guy. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not really interested in that." But, <laughs> uh, how you know, how is how is Bob Miller doing, by the way? He's doing fine. I mean, yeah, he had heart issues, and so he, they just don't want him traveling nonstop. You know, the grind of that. But yeah. as far as I know, mm-hmm. I listened to a podcast I did with him on it, and he sounded great. And so yeah, that's cool. But yeah. I'll say with Alex Trebek, um, also speaking with hockey. The Ottawa Senators, they had the third pick overall this year, and they had him make the pick. They had like a recording of him, and he picked the the player for the Ottawa oh, Senators. Yeah, so cool. that was kind of cool to have him yeah. do that. Because I guess he's from Ottawa. <laughs> Didn't know that. Or he's, he's a fan of Ottawa Senators. I know he's from Canada. I don't know exactly which city he's from. but okay. uh, I'm guessing it's Jeff clicking your pen. Oh, sorry. That wasn't right. <laughs> You, I that's fidget, not a knife, a that's a spoon. You, you, know what's, you know what's funny is you guys bust my chops about not going back and listening to the podcast. Well, I actually did it the other day. And I was listening to an episode where I called you out on that. <laughs> like, I don't know from how long ago, like years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I got in a habit of not having pens in the room. But now I have, because I'm assembling shelves in my office, I have a little razor blade knife here. And that's what I was doing. Oh, I'm a okay. fidgeter. I see. I'm not going to slip my wrists after this episode. I mean, just I just remember not. your your friends are up the street, not across. <laughs> oh, too soon. 
Thanks, um, Thanks Scott. I can always <laughs> count on you. I, I, I felt bad saying it, but I'm still <laughs> um, That was good. Just, uh, anyway, so yeah, just sad news about Trebek. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I uh, just the way he handled himself uh, toward the end um, speak, speaks a lot about him. Um, moving on to a review of a thing, I, I, I stop me um, if if I've already talked about this, uh, Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Um, so this the name's Gambit, mon ami. <laughs> so uh, this is a coming of age. Uh, <laughs> I learned a new term for that, by the way. It's like some super long German word that I can't remember at the moment. So I guess I didn't really learn it after all. <laughs> but, but maybe, you sure did Maybe after, after we're done recording, I'll go look it up again. Uh, but it's a coming-of-age tale, but it's, it's, it's a limited series on Netflix, and it's about chess, um, about this, this, this hyper-intelligent girl um, who has this really rough upbringing, um, and she basically uses chess to... Um, as as a platform to interact with the world and um, become an adult um, and, and find her place, um, and yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, it starred uh, is it Anya Anya An- Anya Taylor Joy, most recently of uh, an Emma remake. Um, Another one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I. I enjoyed this if you like chess and all um the, the chess in it is entertaining i do not know enough about chess to tell if it was like a lot of bullshit like they do in like regular sports movies where <laughs> they they just throw stuff out there like oh we're going to regionals and then we're going to nationals like that kind of stuff uh, although there really isn't that much of that in, in this um but it is it is kind of a period piece takes place over the 60s um and uh yeah, it's it's uh, definitely worth a watch. Uh, Queen's Gambit. Um, other than that, I believe Alex, correct if I'm wrong, that the PS5s officially hit the the streets next week, or is it this week? I think it's next week. The next Xboxes, week, yeah. the Xbox Series X and S, I think, come out sooner. I think those are this week, and then okay. PS5s next week. Okay. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think people could already have those, and yeah, the PS fives fall. Will fall. So which ones are you guys getting? I mean, whether it's now or down the line, but what do you guys plan on getting? I, oh, uh, it's because just because I'm a nerd and I can't help myself. Um, both. I'll eventually get both. I will hold off on it though because over the summer I spent a ludicrous amount of money upgrading my computer. Yo, Luda. Yeah, so I'm not in a big rush to, to go out and spend uh, a lot of money on something like that. But mostly, yeah. there's no single title that I feel like I need either one of these systems for yet. That's what I was going to ask. Are there any like launch day titles that are... There, there's some There's some good stuff. Um, and the, the draw really is that... Because all these are compatible with PS4 and Xbox One. Pretty much, right. um, the draw is you know same thing with like a PC, where you're 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 playing like the best version of that, 
um, you know, the best frames, like there's ray tracing um, on, on these new platforms. So if you want to have like the definitive version of whatever game you're playing, um, you're going to want one of these new systems if you can afford mm-hmm. it. Uh, but as far as like games coming out that would maybe tempt me, there's the Miles Morales Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, although I That's still have one for me. Although I still haven't played the other one. Sorry, Alex. Yeah, I know. I know. Just play it already. Uh, there's, I mean, there's stuff that looks cool, like the a new Jack and Daxter, but I was never really, I never really got into those. Um, yeah, there's 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 not the the killer app, or as as it were. Um, so I'll have to wait a little bit uh, for something like that. Uh, like console exclusivity is kind of rare these days. Yeah. Um, like the Spider-Man stuff. Again, is like, I don't... you'd have to have a Sony platform for that. Mm-hmm. As an Xbox-only person, I feel like PlayStation has way more exclusives than Xbox. Every time I hear of a game, it's like Xbox or PlayStation they, only. They definitely have like the more yep. popular ones, like The Last of Us is on yes, PlayStation. that's one. The Spider-Man the, game the that you Uncharted just talked about. The Uncharted stuff, which I never really got into, but the Uncharted, um, yeah, Spider-Man... Um, there's stuff that you don't really care about, Jeff, that comes out of Japan that tends to... What's that big dude who's fighting everybody? God-like guy? Uh... You mean God of War? Yeah. God of War. <laughs> um... What the hell? I got it right. Close enough. So, yeah, I'm just waiting. That Well, I mean, well, we might see something because uh, Microsoft... I don't know if we ever talked about this, but Microsoft bought out... Was it ZeniMax or just Obs- Bethesda? Obsidian. Oh, yeah, Bethesda. Yeah, though they also picked up Obsidian, but um, I don't know if Obsidian was like directly to them or through their publisher. Uh, but at any rate, yeah, they they have that. So future uh, Fallout games could be Xbox only. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have Ooh. to see about that. Uh, or well, it'll still be on Windows Ten PC. You can still play it on PC because that's Microsoft's thing: is that um, you can play it on Xbox or on your computer. Not yeah. through Steam, which is a pain in the ass, but uh, <laughs> through, but on your PC. Uh, yeah. Plus, Xbox has the uh, Xbox Game Pass, which is pretty awesome. Yes. Yeah, so, well, so I think Sony opinion. has something like that too. Where. Yeah, but it's not as good. Probably not. Um, I think I, I was reading yeah, somewhere that the kinks. that basically everything that was backwards compatible on the Xbox One will also be backward compatible. All that, so that means you can still play your 360 games on your... On the Series X. On the Series X. So I'm not 100% sure about that, but that is kind of cool if that, that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yep. I'll, uh, it's an exciting time to be stuck at home if you're... If you're <laughs> yeah. Into video games. So with the Xbox... Exciting. So- I want to get the new Xbox because I have the original Xbox One. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to upgrade. It's got a new 4K TV. I want to test it out. But every picture I've seen, that thing is like standing vertical. Is that the only way it can be done or no? Uh, No. You can can lay it horizontal. I have not looked into this, so I'll just have to take Alex's word on this. No, yeah. I've I've seen a couple of reviews for it, and you can do either or. I don't know if it's going to have the same problem as the 360. <laughs> if there's With a disc the in there and it's running, yeah, don't yeah, move yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. I've never done that ever since I ruined my, uh, some of my games. But yeah, but I, I don't know how that's supposed to work though because 
the I don't know if you've looked at the PS5 at all, Jeff, but it is no. it's super awkward. Um, it's also mm-hmm. designed to to be vertical. If you want to lay it horizontal, you got to put this weird clamp on it that comes with it um, yeah. to to make it level, <laughs> so that it'll lay it'll lay flat. Um, and, Who wants a vertical thing in front of their TV? Yeah, you put it to the side, like a computer. Um, but yeah, but the on the Xbox Series X, like yeah, I don't see any like nubs or anything on the side. So is it just supposed to lay flat on its side? Like I, that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, uh, from what I've seen on the reviews, yes, really? you just lay it flat on the side. Um, that all that yeah. said, like the it, it looks like it it will definitely take up less space than a normal Xbox One, Jeff. Um, but again, if it has to be vertical, I don't know about that. The the PS fives are fucking enormous. Like, yes, like they're bigger than the the, the George Foreman grill PS threes for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. they're definitely bigger than like so. Like I have I have an Xbox One X and a PS four Pro. The PS five dwarfs both of those. Um, mm-hmm. so just gonna t- and yeah, I don't know. I think the obelisk. I keep calling it an obelisk. It's not an obelisk, but the the tower. Um, I think it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm gonna say like simple. Like I have a small TV stand. Like I think I would have to put it like behind my TV, and I'm not sure I'm down with that. Yeah, it doesn't really work with my situation. I mean, I've always been an Xbox guy, and I hate the PlayStation controller, so I'll still be an Xbox guy. I just don't know where I'm gonna put this stupid thing. So maybe I won't buy one. There, there you go, Microsoft. <laughs> Wait for the slim versions. But they already like what I don't. I'm not sure what you mean when you say slim versions, Alex, because that's what the S is. I just think he probably means it. They always come out with one a year and a half yeah. later. That's like cheaper yeah. well, and more efficient. And yeah, yeah. There, I think there's always something to be said for waiting for like second generation or whatever. But right, like yeah. the X, the Xbox Series X came out way late in the Xbox One life cycle. But I'm, but I'm saying they usually come out with the same system, the exact same specs and everything, only like a little bit smaller. Like there's the the original PS4 version 1, and then there's the PS4 Slim. Uh, I don't think that came out right away, though. No, of course it didn't. But, but, like, but like, I mean, I'm not even like a year later. Like, No, I know. I think you were like waiting a long time. For, like if that's the only thing you're waiting for, you're going to be waiting for a while. Yes. I'm not saying, I'm saying. <laughs> yes. But my, my, my point is, though, is like. You you're just basically saying you don't you don't want you don't care about having the system at that point. Correct. Not right now. I'm happy right now. I got uh, plenty of games for the current gen, plus uh, uh, Steam back catalog, of course. So I'm not in a rush to get anything. Like like you said, there isn't one game that would really make me want to buy either of these systems day one. Spider Man Miles Morales does come really close though, but still. Yeah, no, can't can't justify it yet. So, like the last Gears game is not that old, so we probably won't see a new Gears game for a hot minute. Yeah, Gears um, Five. You can only get like the the upgraded version. Uh, Halo got delayed. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So, anyways. Uh, anyways. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I don't know how we got to this point but uh, <laughs> oh that was me talking about 
video game announcements. Yes, uh, that's all I wanted yeah. to mention. Uh, Alex, anything? This is why I don't talk during the news because then I delay it and make it worse. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I got nothing. All right, Jeff. I, I really don't have anything either. I've been uh, watching the boys. I have two more episodes left in season two, so making good progress there. Really enjoying it. Um, finished Arkham Knight for like the fourth time. <laughs> I say I finished it. I'm not doing the riddles again. That's ridiculous. And uh, yeah, uh, watched a lot. Actually, I watched a lot of elections. I don't watch the news, but I did watch a lot of election stuff this year. Won't talk about it other than um. It was nerve wracking. Yeah, talk about. It. I'm glad I, that I guy's think, out I think, here. I think it's mm-hmm. yeah. I <laughs> I think I think we can all agree, no matter what what walk of life you come from, that it was nerve wracking. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yep. So. Um, but yeah, that is all I've got. I've uh, there was something I was doing with Star Wars. Now I don't remember it. But whatever. <laughs> more, Watching more, the Mandalorian. Collectibles. Uh, collectibles. Yeah. I'm, I've, as I mentioned, I moved, so I'm finally getting all my collectibles out of storage and kind of setting up my room, which has been kind of fun. Uh, but yeah, nothing newsworthy. Other than uh, Mandalorian, check out our new Patreon episode. We, the uh, three of us, just recorded one on episode two of season two, The Passenger. So check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, sexy passenger. Yeah, very uh, mm-hmm. not sexy. And um, hey, she's naked in a hot tub. <laughs> do we have any new quotes from Springfield coming anytime soon, Alex? Uh, yeah, this week. I'll start recording some more once we can get our schedules figured out. All right, sounds good. Anything else from anybody? Nope, I think I'm good. Nope. All right. Stay safe. Stay clean. Stay smart. Mm -hmm. Stay nerdy. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be excellent to each other. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you. So feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a whiskey burp. Oh, exit singer right there. <laughs>